from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. Duke is in action tonight. We'll see if they can handle Oral Roberts. Chris Lee, WRAL TV5, is in Orlando covering the Blue Devils. Look at you rocking a fan shirt, Chris. I'd love to see it. You know, just trying to represent the brand a little bit. You're trying to save laundry, aren't you? That's what that's what this is about. No, I just you know, just trying to wrap the brand up. I had another shirt on and then I was like, Oh, let me get ready for this. Let me put on my ninety nine nine the fan shirt. So, I like it. I like it. Well, you know what we need to do? We yeah. we have to rip off Pat McAfee and start getting some ninety nine nine the fan tank tops now that the war- the weather's getting warmer. I would absolutely mm, I would actually good. rock one of those in the middle of the show. I would. I'll get a gold chain. I'll I'll just do straight Pat McAfee in a ninety nine nine the fan. I know you would, Dennis. <laughs> Dennis loves sleeveless things. And sleeveless hoodies. Let's do it. All right, man. So you're in Orlando. Uh, is it gonna be is it gonna be a, a magical experience for the Blue Devils starting today? Uh, I think it's possible for them for sure. It's uh, you know, Oral Roberts is, is definitely nothing to sniff at. It's not an automatic win for Duke whatsoever, uh, because you have an experienced team and also a guy who's an NBA prospect and Max Aismas who's on the other side, but um, at the same time, you know, Duke is is already on this run. They're already doing so well, and uh, they have more talent on the floor. And, you know, we'll see about the coaching and how that all plays out, but it's possible that Duke starts their run right now. And it's probably probably works out for them that if they start their run right now, it's going to be against tough teams or Roberts and then course they win and go on potentially Tennessee mm-hmm. so it's probably better that they start off uh tough because you know they don't have any uh you know it won't start off too easy for them to where they feel like you know oh you know next round we're, it's a piece of cake they'll already be locked in on how uh how hard they need to play you've been here too long Chris not understand how bracket luck works <laughs> I'll bet you a ticket to your favorite wrestling show that Tennessee doesn't isn't the team they play in the second round yeah because bracket hey, you know luck is happen, real, Chris. It's real. It, you're right. You're absolutely right. Bracket luck is real. And I, I that's the part that I, I'm looking forward to what upsets happen just because I'm covering Duke and I, I would love to, like, stay here. I hope it's not Duke. <laughs> no, <laughs> Oral Roberts well was a tough draw. Oral right. Roberts was a tough draw. That, that yeah. That's for sure. I mean, it's a very tough draw. 30 and 4, a, a team that's draw. been there, a team that's done that. You mentioned uh, Max Admus. I call him Admus. I know it's probably not how he pronounces his name. Smaller guard, but he can really fill Ace, it up. Ace Smith. Some, somehow, no, the, the, B, the B is silent. I've yeah, never strange, seen that yeah, ever it's in the strange my thing. life. And the, the M, apparently. So it's all good. Who knows? It's all yeah. good. Yes. Chris Lee. He jo- can shoot. I know that. <laughs> Chris Lee joining us here on the OG. He's in Orlando. Duke and Oral Roberts later today. That's at 6 o'clock. You can hear Blue Devil coverage on Buzz Sports Radio. Obviously, here on the fan, we're going to have Westwood One coverage throughout the day. They'll be bouncing around and all that fun stuff. So you uh, you were at the press availability yesterday? Yeah, I was in okay. the locker room um, okay. during uh, when they were on a dais. So my – and I, the way the schedule has worked out this year, you know, I try to see all the triangle teams as equally as, as I possibly can. The schedule just happened to be that I saw more Duke basketball this year than I did anybody else. And the impression that I get from this squad is we talk about state not getting too high or too low, and they've done a good job with that. That's why they didn't lose back-to-back games until the end of the season. 
but I feel like Duke actually fits that moniker better than anybody else. Um, and yeah. what what I saw from last year's Duke squad, which was which was completely different, is that they would get a little front runnery at times. And if a team mm-hmm. pushed back, that sometimes they didn't know what to do. This team is completely different from that. And John Shire, mm-hmm. I think I think John Shire's done an excellent job of getting this team to actually act like a team. I don't know how far that's going to get them. But I have to imagine that yesterday was kind of more the same from this group. They're not they're not bothered. They just seem cool with where things are at. Yeah, and you know, I would say if they are bothered, they do feel a little bit slighted and they're using that to their uh advantage where it gives them some of that Georgia Bulldog and you know Kansas City Chiefs like you know, you're already a name brand and you've been doing so well recently, but no, everybody is against this type of thing. And you got some of that in the locker room. I mean, Derek Lively said it directly to me yesterday. We felt slighted and disrespected uh, that we were a five seed and we didn't get the Greensboro draw. Yeah. Like they, they really do feel a way about that. So it's, um, you know, they're using that to their advantage. I mean, it's Duke, right? Like they, <laughs> this is one of the top teams in the nation. They're blue buds. Um, even if they're, having a quote-unquote down year it's still duke at the end of the day yeah um and they're using the underdog thing to their advantage right now and somehow or another with all the talk about max acemas they're going to still make themselves the underdog even though this is a group full of five and four star players you know it's it's funny i i will i will make fun of the blue blood program somehow flying under the radar right and Carolina did it last year, though. Car- Played Car- it up. Carolina Carolina did it last year for different reasons. I'm, I'm talking about good teams that nobody's talking about, okay? Carolina wasn't a good team last year other than, you know, five weeks. I'm actually thinking about that 2018, the Zion year at Duke. Zion was such a ridiculous, like, like he was the gravitational pull of all things college basketball that you had Kobe White in a good UNC squad right across the way that barely anybody talked about. I remember making jokes back that right. year of like plucky underdog under the radar UNC. And in a lot of ways, I feel the same way about this Duke squad that I think some people checked in early. They saw some close losses. Some of their toughness was questioned. I do think that that Virginia game on the road was an inflection point for this Blue Devils team. And we've seen them kind of acting, even John Shire's acting a little bit differently, taking a little bit more of a stand for themselves. Yeah. And I guess we'll see what happens today. Yeah, for sure. And, and one of the things that I felt like I noticed last week, being able to sit behind the bench um, during two of their games at the ACC tournament, um, when they felt like certain calls weren't going their way, John Shire knew when to call a timeout yeah. and to get his guys together. And it was almost like you, I couldn't really hear what he was saying, but it felt like he was saying, guys, they, they want us to fail. We're going to have to play over this. That's what it felt like. I don't know if that's exactly what it what he said, mm-hmm. but that that – look like what his face was kind of saying and if I was trying to read his lips as much as possible so he's got these guys locked in he's got these guys believing and one of the things they also said is just how together they are nobody's worried about what their previous high school rankings are or what their stats are going to be or what they're going to get drafted as they're worried about right now and they're worried about doing something uh for John Shire and for Duke that um that they want to do and and to make some history so it's it's very interesting to see this group and how together you're and, and you're right it's it's a very different vibe than last year. 
Chris Lee, WRLTV5 in Orlando. Hey, have you got some time? I know they just dropped some new uh, Baby Yoda gear over at the World of Disney. I don't know if you got time. Yeah, it's probably about like a 30-minute does minute not have time. He's nowhere near. He's about 30 He's minutes. He's also a grown-ass adult. He's there to watch basketball, what? not to go to Disney. No, I'm not, I don't mean to get you started on the way out here. That was that was offsides. Let's, let's hit rewind. I'm going to hit rewind. He does not have time to do that. Yeah, he does. I've, I've covered tournaments. <laughs> Thank you. Will, you got Thank time. you, Dennis. Joe, I will say this. Uh -huh. uh, TV work is different from radio work in the fact that I'm going to be standing around and <laughs> for all these different shots yeah. at a, an arena. I was at the arena yesterday for like 12 hours. Yeah. So I probably won't oh, have I don't, time. I don't envy, but even if I did I don't envy time, TV work because, yes, you do a lot of standing around for yeah, a couple yeah. minutes. <laughs> standing around and wait. I, but if I, if I did have time, I would do it. But here's the thing. Yeah. They sent me down. They sent me down here with like a hundred pounds of gear oh, and like dang. everything's packed. All right. So I don't, I don't have, I got you. You don't have the, I got you. You don't have the, I got you. I got you. Things are, you no. know, I got you, man. I got you. All right, man. That was well, the best part about Brooklyn. And I'm solo. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. Now, all right. You just explained yeah. everything. I got you. You got to haul that gear around. I, I feel you. All right, man. We'll talk to you later. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So it was. Orlando 05? Was that was the Julius Hodge, Matt Frege? Oh, when Vanderbilt beat uh beat the Wolfpack? Mm -hmm. Was it 05 in Orlando? Yeah. Because I I remember the tournament. No, I no, no. It was, four. The years. it was four. It was four. Thank you. Okay. Because I was in Denver with uh Carolina. That was Herb's best year. That was. was his best team. Yes. And they were they were the three seed. They were in Orlando. They won their first game. <sighs> Man, why would you do that to me? Why would you why would you bring those scars? Because well, story time, okay? Story time. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to. Whew. There, there are. You're right. There are differences. that one hurt. That one there hurt the wallet. There a are, lot. there are differences between TV and radio. Yes, to complete total differences. And I don't envy Chris having to stand around and wait for a like a shot. You know, we do radio. We go in. We know what we're doing. Then we get out. <laughs> it's very focused. It's very focused. Okay. TV, I've seen Chris, man. I've seen TV people at the Final Four. There is a lot of standing around and waiting, but you can't, you can't, can't, can't go anywhere. No, because something might happen. Something could happen. So anyway, it's 04. I get, uh, I'm, I'm working at 8:50. The buzz at the time, and the way that the NCAA tournament works for coverage is that you have to follow a team and have a credential in the event they get to the Final Four. You can't just show up to the Final Four. And if you do, like we have in the past, thanks to Westwood One, when we've done Radio Row, there's no guarantee you can get into the game. And that's when you have to work some angles. So that I usually, at that point, you know, I'm like the low man on the totem pole at this point in time at 8.50 The Buzz. So I always got sent to the regions that were either undesirable places, like a Worcester Mass. Okay, shout out to Chris Clark, who had to go that one one year. Or the team that, that a good one. or the team they won. The state did win that one. <laughs> or the team that you didn't think was going to go far. Right. Okay. So in 04, I ended up getting lucky and going 
to State because that was a team that actually was good. So went down to Orlando and, you know, to, to the point of how things were different, man, I went to Emerald's Restaurant and City Walk. I was chilling, living the life. It was good. Definitely not TV. And, of course, the rest is history. It's the Matt Frege game. Um, NC State goes home. The worst of the worst situations ever was actually 06 Buffalo when Duke got knocked out by VCU. VCU. And Before then, they were VCU. And then this big lake effect snowstorm hits, and we're all literally stuck there after they get beat. Okay. So my so I developed a reputation during this time. I was the cooler. Yeah. Because I, I could see that. I was the cooler. If I was sent to follow the team for the credential, then it was going to be a short trip. I never saw a team get past the first weekend. Ever. This also included Chris Paul's team at Wake Forest. Where Did you I, go to Jersey? No, I went to Cleveland. Oh. Where they got beat. It was West Virginia. They were supposed to go to Jersey if they had won. Yeah, that's what it and was. And I'm in a small, like, Cleveland State stadium. It wasn't even at mm-hmm. the Quicken Loans Arena. It was in the Cleveland State's little building at that time. Really? At that time. And it was, what, 05, I think this was? And, yeah, they got knocked out in the first round. So if I went to see you, oh, how could I forget Dayton? Okay. How could I forget Dayton in North Temple. Carolina getting beat oh, 06. by Jim Laranaga? Yeah, George Mason. And George Mason, who goes on to the Final Four. So at that point in time, any you NCAA, had a run. Any NCAA <laughs> tournament game that I covered. Also, tell me you're the low man on the total pool other than Orlando. You're like, I went to Buffalo, I went Cleveland, to Dayton, and Dayton. I went to Cleveland. Yeah. So, yes, I've been to some really interesting places, and I've never seen a team in the NCAA tournament advance out of the first round. Nor have I seen a, uh, yeah, I was going to say, it's just a first round. Final four, different story. I saw Duke win it in 10. I saw Duke win it in 15. So, Indy. In Indy. Yeah, those those two years. But first rounds, if I'm there, forget it. So, it's probably a good thing that there's nobody local in Greensboro because we might have gone and forget it. In, of all of the tournaments that I've covered, actually, the best first round site was Raleigh. Yeah. Because of the games. Yeah. Because of, because of Stephen Curry. I did go there. Carolina was there, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that counts. I Carolina guess it, was Carolina there, and, and, and Georgetown was there, and that Gonzaga team was really good, and Curry just caught fire. Obviously, the legend of Curry was born It's funny in earnest that weekend, that week in Raleigh. And I just remember, I picked we we picked the bracket that year, Colton Tudor and I, and I had I had Gonzaga in the Final Four, of course, mm-hmm. and he he's like Joe, I, I can't go home to my wife. You got. You got Carolina losing, and I'm like, all right, fine. We'll put this is 08. Okay, fine. We'll put Carolina in the final four, which you know they got there. And then he goes, Gonzaga's not going to make it. And I'm trying to tell him, Georgetown's not good. Wisconsin's not good. I I swear to you, this team can make a run. Mm-hmm. And he was like, well, why not Davidson? And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm like, Gonzaga's really, really good. Jeremy Pargo is on that team. Yeah. I'm like, I, I promise. And sure enough, the premise was right. Sure. Georgetown wasn't good. Wisconsin wasn't good. I just had the wrong team mm. winning the first game. And when Gonzaga uh, Gonzaga had a double-digit lead in that game, and Curry just started hitting shots from all over that arena. And I just remember him telling me. I, he's like, he told me then, Gonzaga's never going to be what you think they're going to be. <laughs> never. And, you, and you never listened. And I never listened. You never I, listened. Always, I always listened to except when it came to the Zags. But you understand that. That's what Gonzaga is going to do now. Uh, right? Dennis told me that this morning. He's like, well, "Where do you have Gonzaga?" And I'm like, eh. 
He's like, you, you, you know, they're actually like, this could be the actual year, right? Yeah, this, this is going to happen. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.